Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm feeling great. <clears throat> even though it's freezing out there, not even freezing, well below freezing. Yep. Um, it is, um, it's sunny and I know it's cold and I know everybody's been complaining, um, but it's hey, not we a could blizzard. be eerie. <clears throat> yes. We could be eerie. Thank it's God. It's not a blizzard, so <clears throat> that's okay. I guess. <clears throat> yeah. As I, Patrick I says to me um, the other day. He said, uh, well, we're past Christmas now. I said, yeah. He said, you know, my buddy Lee always used to tell me that's really good because we're past Christmas. It's only going to be a couple months now before we get the boat in the water. I said, excuse me, what, what water are you talking about? It's frozen. Yeah, but that's true. That's how you have to look at things. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. That's you look the way forward he looks to spring. Oh, I love spring. It's great. So but that's, that's how he positions it. I said, we got at least two good solid months uh-huh. of winter. I know, but that's okay. So <laughs> it's, hey, if it works for him, See, I'd ra- I, this is terrible, but <clears throat> I would, it's not terrible. I'd rather the cold than the hot. Well, not, I don't mean, I love warm weather and I love when it's beautiful, but when it's really super hot, I'd rather be cold. Me too. Because it's easier to get warm than it is to get cool. That's exactly what I say. Yeah. I can get warmed up, but I can't get cooled down. There you go. So So we're we're all good. We're not complaining. It's a good year. It's been a good year, right? it's been a very good year. So um, I feel like singing a song on that line, but I won't. Oh, no, please. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> so how was your holiday? You spent a little bit of it in Philadelphia. I spent a bit in Philadelphia, yes. Uh-huh. Um, we went down on Christmas Eve day. And how was the traffic? It was um, not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. I expected backups um, as you get closer to the end of the Northeast Extension, uh-huh. where it hits... Um, all that Conshohocken yeah. and all that <clears throat> nonsense. And usually uh, it's craziness because um, people are running to the malls, which means it's even worse. But I got off the, I went through the the toll booth and came on to the, the exit ramp. And I said to Pat, I said, what's wrong here? He said, why? I said, there's not a single car in this lane. There's Yay. nothing. And then I realized they were way back at the light. And, you know, I just... It was easy, really, really easy. Love it. Love it was it. a great time. Um, we really had way, way too much food. My sister went nuts, um, but it was all good. Now, did you help prepare? Did you help her cook everything? Or? She had most of it done. It was oh, already see, done, good. just popping yeah, in the smart. oven stuff. <clears throat> uh, but did she you, did, What did you have? Well, we had uh, two pieces of filet mignon roast. On Christmas Eve, we decided so to go on Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And um, she made some gravy uh, with some mu- fresh mushrooms. And she also made some Bernays sauce. Mm. And she had twice-baked potatoes, which she made by herself. And we had crescent rolls, and we had roasted beets and um, roasted asparagus. I'm trying to think of what else. There were at least two or three other things on the table. Well, that's nice. But it was fabulous. And then for dessert, we had something that's a tradition for them from Friendly's. It's called the Jubilee Roll. And it's an ice cream cake that's made in all the colors of Christmas. And I guess since they were little kids. They loved it. They do that every year. Uh, That's cute. So they did that. And then we had trays full of cookies Mm -hmm. between what I made and what she made. And so that was pretty much it. That was for that meal. (laughs) That was Christmas Day or Christmas Christmas Eve? Eve. And then in the morning... We had all kinds of baked goods and stuff that we all brought, and she cut up some fresh fruit, and everybody ate all that stuff. And then I thought we would just kind of kill it until dinner, but then she had more stuff for lunch, and for dinner we had um, a vegetable lasagna. She had pierogies that she bought from Love a it. special place in Philly. I can't even pronounce the name. It's like Zervis or something like that. In a, is it Port Richmond is the area? Is that the place you tried to go to once before you talked about and you couldn't, for some reason, she couldn't. She couldn't get there, right? For three hours. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Three hours. I don't know this place, but it sounds wonderful. Do they make them in gluten free? I don't know. <laughs> Kidding. They, they probably do actually don't. have a website, but I couldn't <clears throat> even spell it for you because it's it's Polish and it's got lots of Z's and C's and stuff. And like tons that of and consonants. Yeah. Uh huh. And so um, we ate those then with vegetable lasagna for dinner. And then she brought out for lunch um, a spiral cut ham. And we had ham sandwiches. Oh, my God. And I'm just saying, oh, my. When do <laughs> wow. We but then when we finish with Christmas Day dinner, she brings out this thing from QVC. She's a fanatic, I might add. Well, what do you that. mean this thing? It was... A limoncello cheesecake. Oh, God. And then she poured Chambord on top of it. Oh, my God. I said, Diane, who can handle this? I was so happy. But I bet you Patrick Gay ate it all. Oh, he did. Uh He did. I was so happy, actually, to come home and eat lighter Uh and simpler. Well, you know what, Lynn? Here's how you have to look at it. It is the season. Everybody over a little bit overindulges on something or another. I know. But it's just the the discomfort of it all. I know. It's hard to say, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's too much. And it just kept coming, you know? And Mm -hmm. I said, oh, my God, will you stop? Stop. But it was all good. It was all wonderful. And then Uh she tried to get me to take some stuff home. And so you didn't? all I would take, all I took... Were pierogies. No. Pierogi. Left well, them there. All I took was cake. some ham. Oh, just ham? Just ham. Why? Because you fried it up in a pan and never, ever let oh, you Oh, yeah, that's it. That's the one. No, I just took it because I thought we could make some sandwiches or something. And so that's it. Well, you could make Patrick's steak and eggs or um, ham and eggs. Yes. And I would love Sam to do I that am. this weekend. I yeah. really enjoy that. I love it. There you go. So we'll have some of that. And so um, that was the end of that. I, it was nice to see everyone there. My nephew is now, as we as we record this, he's in um, Las Vegas for the Penn State game, the Fiesta yes, Bowl. Yes, the Fiesta Bowl, yep. Yeah, so he's there with a lot of his buds, and uh, 
They plan on spending some time gambling. He is a gambling nut. Love it. He really understands how to bet. He understands the games. I love it. So he's going to be there to do that. And then they're going to uh, drive from Vegas to Arizona. They're going to, um, I think it's to... Uh, flags sitting that flight. Phoenix. That's where he says he's going. They're going to spend a couple of days in Phoenix and then head home. Very nice. <clears throat> so that's great. And which year he started? He's in his second semester of his second year, right? He's the second. Of law school? He will start the second semester. Right. Yes, when he uh-huh. gets back. Wow, that goes by fast. Yes, that's what he said too, which yeah. really shocked me that yep. he said that. But he's, uh, he's accepted a position at uh, Drinker Biddle in Philly. When? When, uh, he, when graduates. he graduates? Yeah. Did he do an internship there this summer? He No, he was in a different firm. I forget where he was. Because that's really the crucial yeah. year, they said, to do the internship. Or maybe he's doing the internship this summer. I forget which it is. I don't remember. But in any event, he's so excited I about this. I think that's great. Because he really connected with all of the people who were there. They went out for dinner with uh, the, at the firm. Contem- mean, yeah, with nice. his contemporaries. Is that in Philly? Yes. Okay, and I know that your son, your son, your um, nephew Tim is good buddies with Fran Notariani, yes, he is. who's in the same eighth grade at year, and Sean, one of Sean's best friends, and Jerry Notariani and Sue's son. And he is one of my favorites of my son's uh, friends. Yes. And I know he's friendly with Timmy, right? He is. I asked him about that when we were there. I said, have you seen him? He said, oh, yeah. He said, we hang out all the time. He's just, I saw three of Sean's buddies were at the house the other night. Um, Fran and Corey Lohman and Ryan Brown. And Ryan got accepted to, um, Corey works for Microsoft. He graduated from Penn with some type of computer engineering degree. And he worked for Microsoft for two years, interned, and or two summers and, the, and while he was at Penn. And then they hired him. So he's out in Seattle. And Ryan just got accepted to T- Geisinger um, Medical, what is it? TC, GCMC, whatever the heck it is. Anyway, so I'm thrilled and he's staying local and he's congratulations to him and that's wonderful. And uh, so a bunch of good boys and friends in his second year at Temple. Yep. And soon Sean will know where, where the heck he's going. So yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. I so, think that's nice. Yeah. But um, so we had my, both of my boys were in. My Tommy's already gone back. To, well, he went to New York to spend a couple days with an old uh, friend from college, and then he's flying back to San Francisco because he's hosting a New Year's Eve party at his place on uh, Sunday night. So it was wonderful to have them, and I'll tell you, that kid can cook like nobody's business. That's what Johnny just said. Honest to God, John will say, the food, Tommy cooked 90% of it on Christmas Day, and it was um, he's unbelievable. He literally, if he, the kid knows how to do everything from the filet to, it was, uh, he's, and he never complained. He loved it. He just loves to cook. He, when we went to Jimmy's then uh, Saturday, last Saturday, and had a big pizza party that Tommy did all the pizza. I mean, he didn't make the dough or anything, but, you know, prepared mm-hmm. and got it ready for everybody. And we just, and of course, we were together on Friday night at Russell's. We had fun. Mm-hmm. And um, so it just, was uh, another that same kind of day but so nice to have both of my boys for a couple days anyway and sean is still around until he leaves when you're listening he'll be leaving today so um it's well, been my good so i have to give her a shout out for heaven's sakes she was there with her her boyfriend um kevin and uh they brought with them 
their new little addition, who was a little cat that they picked up, a kitten, named Evie. Uh, no, Evie? Like Evie is something to do with Pokemon. I, I don't know what that oh, geez, is, but okay. the two of them are nuts about it. So um, that's the newest one. They have another one. These are both rescue cats. And the first one named, um, they call him Gary. Again, Gary is short for some other Pokemon name that I couldn't even pronounce. But anyway, they brought the, the little one. And um, just the most adorable little kitten. She's about, I think, maybe 8 to 10 weeks old. And just adorable. You hear little squeaks, you know, when uh-huh. she... <laughs> So, so Mara's going to be in her second semester of her master's degree, and she um, uh, aced it last semester. She got a th- got four point Good for her. So, just happy for all of them. They're and all I doing saw your really picture well. on Facebook. Yes, my the, that stuff my sister bought. What stuff? She said she went to Kohl's and she wanted to get. Um, oh, the T-shirts the that t-shirts you had on. Yeah, they were cute. <clears throat> that she did get for all the men. And then she had, she said they didn't have any for women. So she went to Boscov's, I think she said, and she got the three for us, my okay. niece and Yeah, they were me. cute. So we all had, we had a group picture taken too. Mara did that with a timer on her iPhone. Uh-huh. But I haven't, I saw it, but I haven't seen her post it anywhere. Yeah, and no, I didn't see really that either. Good. That's really good. So it's nice that we got some pictures this year because we rarely do. I know. And that's good. We did that too because we went to Mansour's for Christmas Eve. I saw that picture. Yeah, so I had um, somebody, I forget who took a picture of us, me and my two um, perfections. uh, (laughs) 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 Oh, the greatest thing I've ever done. Um, That's great. And anyway, they were they were there, and so it was good. It was a nice picture. So yeah, we posted it. It's good because a lot of people haven't seen the kids, so it's nice. You get good, really nice responses. So and how was Ann Cadnarin? Ann Cadnarin did great. She did a great job. We had a lot of people around. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll continue our post Christmas pre New mm. Year's conversations. But we'll be right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie Lynch Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a new financial planning firm called Women of Substance, LLC. It's designed for the financial needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, named after my book. And that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yay. So let's finish our conversation here about what we did for Christmas. And um, I also wanted to acknowledge that I forget when it was last week, some night last week, they did a best of the um, Saturday Night Live Christmas shows. Okay. (laughs) I know we talked about this last Friday night. So what was on NPR? And um, no, no, the oh. one about um, the two women who yeah, did MP, radio but they're on NPR. Oh, that's right, it yeah, is yeah, NPR. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, delicious dish. That's <laughs> what it's called. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> 
which one was it with Alec Baldwin and Sweaty? Yes, Sweaty Balls. Meatballs and the whole That's thing. That's it. Uh-huh. That's the man. And yeah. what cracks me up about it is so many people tell us, well, Meyer especially, yeah. loves to refer to us as the, um, what's the name Delicious of dish. The delicious dish. Delicious uh-huh. dish. Yes, and he thinks that we are those two, although I don't think we are, but Sometimes we could be. We just hold back a lot of times. There's a <laughs> lot of things I could say that... <laughs> And the favorite one that they've ever done was with Betty White. Oh, yes. I have seen that one. When her name was Dusty Muffin. Yes. That's that's really one of the best. Just like Peach Sweaty and Dusty Muffin. Yes, they're, they're great. I love it. Great, iconic. So there we are. Yeah, that's um, us. So we have to say too that um, we'd like to thank everybody before we get off on other stuff um, for listening once again this year. All of you wonderful listeners, we so appreciate it. And we are ending our eighth year. And beginning January, our ninth year of the Laurie and Lynn Show. And we are so pleased that we have all of our sponsors back joining us. Um, We are Kathy Reppert who will be here for one more time, is retiring in May, so she is not uh, signing up for the new year because she'll be leaving in a few we- in a few months. However, um, Hospice of the Sacred Heart is in. So now this year we will have once again Dr. Barbara Plucknett, Doc, um, Attorney Barbara J. O'Hara, Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center, Fidelity Bank, um, ERA One Source Realty and new this year will be Hospice of the Sacred Hearts. We are very happy with six sponsors, thrilled and we want to thank them so much for believing in us, for sticking by us, for supporting us and being part of this show now for the past eight years and the ninth one coming up and we are very, very happy and fortunate that we have these people who believe in us and so for that we thank you and thank you again for everybody listening to us. It means a lot and we have a lot of fun and hopefully there's some good information and I know because so many people, you know, do listen to us. Mm-hmm. And you hear it all the time. Oh, I did this. Oh, I heard that. Blah, 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 blah. So thank you for that because we appreciate it. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll meet someone or run into somebody that I forget that they listen to the show. And they'll say something to me like, oh, yeah, I always listen. And I said, well, what did you hear? Just to see if, you know. They, and they say it. And they'll tell me oh, something yeah. that we said. I know. I said, okay. <laughs> I know. It's nice. I it's hear- nice to actually see somebody, you know, outside of the studio that we know really listens. Uh-huh. Nice. I, I love it. I see this guy in church a lot. He's a wonderful, nice, friendly guy. And I, I really, I don't know his name. And he always tells me that he loves to listen to the show. He's, he always makes a point of saying that. And I was in church New Year's, Christmas Eve, which was beautiful at the cathedral. Um, Bishop Bambera said mass and it was, it's so beautifully decorated and lights and green trees in the manger. It's gorgeous. So it was a beautiful night, um, afternoon mass, four o'clock on Thanksgiving, um, new Christmas Eve. And so we, my son and I were in the back pew and we were leaving and this guy came up to me and he was talking about television, the ECTV programs. And he said, oh, I just love to watch your show. He said, but tell me, why can't I ever hear you? And I said, what do you mean? He, and I, I've heard this before. I said, it's not ECTV. It's, it's Comcast. You got to check with that and see what's going on with it. Because so many people tell me and I'll call Mark and say, Mark, I'm getting complaints that the volume, you can't, and he said, that's not on our end, it's on Comcast because it's the cable network. So, um, but it was so cute because Sean's looking at me like, 
Okay, because the guy was like, I love listening. I learned so much <laughs> from some of those shows. And, and I, that is the beauty of, of any of this that we do. Hopefully, yeah. from this end, when our sponsors are on, and they're te- that you, you glean something mm-hmm. from these conversations that can help you or someone you know with situations or just give you knowledge of things you can do that you may not have known you could do, whether it's banking or um, gynecological stuff or or real estate or from a hospice standpoint now from cakes and how to properly do that for weddings or anything else to uh, attorney information and for your pets. It's so important to to know how to, you know, to pick these things up and, and be able to get something out of it. So we hope that's what happens. And of course, not the least of it is the brilliant work that I speak of. Of course. You know, really, I don't Hello. Give credit for it. You are. I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm only. I know, uh, I know. Yeah, sponsoring. So. I get it. Of course, Lenny. So, speaking yeah. of that. You have something. I do. And I wanted to talk about this because th- this lady impressed me so much. Uh, her name is uh, Mary Helen Conroy. And she's from, I think it's Madison, Wisconsin, somewhere out in the Midwest where it's really pretty cold. And and she probably comes from a big Irish family because only with the name of Mary Helen. Yeah, that's what I thought. Conroy yes. is, but you know. Uh, she does live in Madison, Wisconsin. And she has um, done a book, which I, I talked to her about it. And let, let me say, first of all, she was a guest on my podcast. And she started talking about this book that she wrote. And I thought it sounded really cute. And the name of it is Your Amazing Itty Bitty Retirement Book. And the whole thing and it is itty bitty. It, yeah, the whole thing is about uh, thirty pages long, mm-hmm. and you know, big double space type and all. It's but it's it's part of a series, like the one that you know we know the something for dummies series. All oh, the I love them. Well, this is the same thing, and anybody can write an itty bitty book. So whatever your topic is, you just go to these people. You're amazing or something. And, and really, and it's yes. anything. And and you can do it. I don't even know how much it costs, but it you can say I got a book. And oh, she but sells where do it. they sell it on Amazon? Yeah, or? exactly on Amazon. Wow. So it's an interesting thing, but but you know I would I'm going to look at this and see if this is something I can throw out here, you know, myself and just say, okay, got another book. It's called the Itty Bitty, Itty Bitty Book on Something. Uh-huh. But here's Maybe some, I'll do one too. Here, you that's can, what I'm thinking. And you can be the ghostwriter. If what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't write. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. This is some other ones that they did, the Itty Bitty Books. There's Your Amazing Itty Bitty Empty Nesters Survival Handbook. Uh. And here's what I like. Your Amazing Itty Bitty Sexuality for Seniors book. Oh, nice. And Your Amazing Itty Bitty Staying Young at Any Age book. It says, are any other of their Itty Bitty books available online? So hers, which I... I, Did you read it? Yeah. And after I talked to her, I thought, this this is just brilliant because she has a whole, a very interesting story of somebody growing up in Madison, Wisconsin, and you would think that it would be relatively secluded and insulated and not very much exposure to things, but she's had quite an interesting life. Uh, She went from being a librarian, which she knew she wanted to do when she was 10. She absolutely loved the library and loved books. So she did exactly that, and then she changed um, 
into some other things, and she got into all kinds of uh, technology stuff and became a consultant. And I just thought, wow, how do you how do you do that? But then she started this thing um, with a, a a partner, and I forget what that woman's name is right now. But she um, and and Mary Helen did a podcast, which is how I got to know of her, called Retirement Rebels. And it's it's just fascinating when you listen to them because her whole point was that she said, I'm not done yet. Right. That's I love her, it. That's her mantra. I'm mm-hmm. not done yet. So she said that she did this, and I think some of these tips are worth listening to because they're pretty funny and they're pretty valuable, too. I should also say that. Tip number one, let's retire the word retire. <laughs> yeah. Really. You think, and this is something I wanted to ask you. Do you know anyone that you would consider to be <clears throat> successfully retired? Successfully, meaning they're retired and they don't work and they're successful at, or they don't have a career again and they're successful at being retired yeah. or someone who's picked a new career and they're successful after retirement. Either, Either way. one. Yeah. Either, I mean, it's just a matter, it's a sense. Yeah, I do. Of, I know people who I would say, yeah, they, they retired and boy, they have a great life. Yes. I do know. And and the funny thing is, I used to think my friend Mary Jean Hunt Dixon, she and I worked together at Third National Bank. That's how I got to know her back in 1980. She yeah. was one of my best friends. She retired out of Wells Fargo because all the she was there for, I don't know, almost 40 years. She retired and for eight years, she was retired young. She was not even, she, she was well before 60. Mm-hmm. And she took the buyout and decided to retire. When she and I would get together, she would say, well, I can't do this because I'm here. I'm going here. I'm going here. I'm going to my... And I used to think to myself, what the hell are you doing that you're not working and you 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 can't... And I used to think that all the time and think, wow. And she absolutely, positively loved, loved, loved every minute of not having to work, not having to be anywhere, doing what she wanted to do, vacationing, going with her husband for five weeks to, um, uh, to North Carolina wow. every uh, for Thanksgiving and it, before Christmas came back, going to the shore with her girlfriends that she went to every year that was important to her traveling if she wanted to just doing nothing specific so to speak and loved every minute of it because she started in banking at like 18 so she worked and then I when I was that one year when I was the executive director of Broadway theater I asked her because she used to tease me and say if you're ever looking for anyone to help you in my business I would come back part-time and do something for you. So when this thing happened, I said, would you, we went to lunch and I said, would you consider it? She said, absolutely. And then the next thing I know, I call her and we will go to lunch and I said, would you really consider it? She said, sure. So I called her the next day. I said, would you want to do this? Okay. When, when can I, she said, but when I go tomorrow, (laughs) (laughs) she literally showed up the next day and she has been at Broadway theater now for the last three years about, and she works she it's uh, any given week she can work full days mm-hmm. but for the most part she comes in she's off one day a week and absolutely loves it but she was yeah. loved that and now she's doing this and and loves it and she's and excellent she? at it she just turned 64 fabulous that's so great she did great and now she loves being back and i think it's you know she always says i work just to pay my jewelry bill now so 
<laughs> I'm talking all about it. But That's she good. is smart and lovable and so kind to people and learned very quickly. And I just love her. She's always been like that, a very fast learner and a very kind person. And Frank Blasey loves her. He says she's terrific. So anyway, so we are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Wonderful. What do you do? Oh, well, we, do we have a di- another three hours? Um, no. My name is Laurie Cadden, and I am the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of Women of Substance LLC, which is a new financial planning firm I started that is designed to help baby boomer women understand help with their financial needs. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So we were talking before the break about successful retirees. Successful retirees. And um, I'm starting from a book that was written by a woman that I interviewed on the podcast, Mary Helen Conroy, called Your Amazing Itty Bitty Retirement Book. And tip number one is to retire the word retire. So we started talking about people we know who've been successfully retired. And her point was, um, what, do you, when, what can you say when asked, what do you do? And to fight the stereotype of the word by saying, I'm retired from, and fill in the blank, and looking for new opportunities. Or I'm retired and not dead, and you... Number three, I'm planning on retiring someday, but right now I'm exploring all my options. Number four, I'm the CEO of my life now. Want to hear about it? Or number five, retirement is a journey, not a destination. Here's where I'm off to today. And then she said, flip side of that is the tips for debunking the retirement myths. Don't retire And she put that in quotes. Rewire, reinvent, retune, rediscover, redefine, reexamine. From now on, the years ahead are not senior years. They're bonus years. You've earned them, so resolve to live them. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. I thought about that when I read it. Bonus years sounds like something you got that you didn't expect. You know, a bonus is something that comes along because you did something right. And any moment, the bonus can be canceled. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am just not comfortable with that term, but I understand what she's trying to say. And then she said, break down the stereotypes. Jog, listen to podcasts like retirerebels.com, or I would say Power of the Purse podcast. Dot com. Start your own business. Enjoy new hobbies. Forget how old you are. You know that you're only 22 in your head. <laughs> Plan to maximize how you spend your life in retirement, not just your money. And when she and I were talking about that, I said, you're talking to the choir. You're, you're preaching to the choir here because that's always been my mantra. I just get so tired of retirement planning being synonymous with income planning and retirement. There's so much more than that, but nobody pays attention. Life is a daring adventure and you're not done yet. Enjoy these years. Don't pine for the good old days that never really were. You are a survivor. 
Don't retire. Instead, be selfishly employed in doing only what you want to do, whatever that is. Old dogs and old people can learn new tricks. Grandma, <laughs> Grandma Moses started painting at age 78. Your life is what you make it. And then tip number two, no more alarm clocks. Retirement's paradox is that there's so much time and yet so little time. The best news about your choices is they're not forever. You can always change your mind. Number one, what's the focus of your retirement? Service, recreation, employment, family, or travel. She mentions RV living here. Car, I love so it. I, know that's I love it. I just lent yeah, today on the way down. I saw a car pulling one of those little like teardrop. Yeah. With the, and I just thought the same. I'm like, I just want to do that. I yeah. just just want to do it. I, it, it. I start thinking like, where do they sleep? Where do they go to the bathroom? Where do yeah, they shower? Yeah. Like what? Like what's their life like? And it makes me think that oh, I really want to do something like that. I know you do. I think that'd I really be do. Fun. And then the second thing is. Um, do you know what you want to do? Have you made a bucket list? Do you see your ideal day? What world problem would you like to work towards resolving? Have you created a vision or life board to capture your ideas? And then resources to find your new life plan? Volunteer. Check out volunteermatch.com. I've done that with some clients, and I have to say that that is really a wonderful opportunity. It, you fill out this little form, tell them the kinds of things you like to do, the things that are important to you, and they come up with some matches. Number two, serve a vet. Visit serve.gov and search the word, the keyword veterans. Three, visit your local senior center to check out its programs and services. You'll be amazed at the extent and variety. Join others in a new sport, activities like cooking or taking new classes. Visit your local library. The world is within its doors. From film festivals to friends of the library groups to reading to children. Become an encore entrepreneur. Visit the Small Business Association or SCORE in your area. Both of those are at the University of Scranton and I think it's, I want to say Kings, I think, in Wilkes-Barre. Um, create a bucket list. First watch the movie, The Bucket List, then create your own on paper or online at bucketlist.org. Travel and learn through roadscholar.org or adventure travel with Elder Treks. That's E-L-D-E-R-T-R-E-K-S dot com. I know a lot of people who've done that Road Scholar thing and have absolutely loved it. Really? Yes. They said it I don't know anybody. It's, it's really fun because you go with a group of people your own age. You can choose what it is that you want to do, where you want to go, and what kind of accommodations you want. And they've said it's just it, it, they've learned so much by doing it. And they've met a lot of really great people. Uh, so what else do we have? <clears throat> Here's a good one. What's, what's your adrenaline drug? Um, <laughs> what's yours? I don't know. I have many, I think. Coffee. No, no, no. We're not talking about literally. Oh. <laughs> no, we're not talking about I thought you meant stuff that makes no, my like adrenaline go. Well, wouldn't well, that be it what it means? Yes. You mean, you, oh, you, she physical. means like fit, I, I'm um, saying what gets in your, your mind? It, what gets your heart well, I would, beating and okay, really I, excited I, I about something? I wouldn't get that from that. I would think she means like, what is your real drug? <laughs> no, um, she wasn't. Um, she said, here, each of us has different triggers for what gives us energy. 
I know what gives me energy. Get to know yourself. What? Talking. Talking to people. Like being around people. Okay. It zaps my energy and it gives me energy. Oh, that's like interesting. Like the more I'm with people, yeah. the more energy I get from other people, from yeah. just being part and being on and that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. I love that. Then sometimes at the end of long weeks or long days, or then I am completely zapped of all and, and I just have to sort of retreat into my family room and yes. do nothing for a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, like a couple you know, hours. No, but that's good that you know yourself and you Because can do I that. know if I don't feel that good... And I think, meaning not feel, like if I feel a little like sluggish or whatever, the minute I know I'm out and moving, I, it totally turns everything about. The adrenaline starts to pump once I do that. I think that one of the things that I find to be very true is that being an introvert, it's, um, it's not easy for me to be out and just hang out with people for the sake of hanging out with people. But what I do find is that when I get so into my head about whatever the issues are that I'm trying to resolve in my life, it gets so heavy and so overwhelming that one of the therapies is for me to just go out and be with people and right. talk about anything else but what's Other going on in my head. Oh, yeah. It just relieves a lot of the tension. It relieves a lot of the pressure I feel to resolve things. And that when I'm out with people and talking to them, it's just so you kind of feel the same way yeah i mean i just i like to get out of my head is right. what i'm saying so i think that people are a therapy in that regard mm -hmm. however driving is a whole other story and you mean driving with people that bother you because you have no patience and None. that's how i am but i do None. like to go for a ride and get out that's another thing that i like to yeah, although that doesn't that. that's not adrenaline boot that's kind of relaxing more on the opposite yes. side of it yeah, that's more like the dopamine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just, I do think, though, the busier I am, the better I am. Well, I'm I, not good at downtime. Well, I need some of the, I probably need more of that than you do. Oh, what? Big, more down? Yeah. Well, yeah, but yours is different. Your, your, yours is a lot of mental stuff, and mine yes. is a lot of social. A lot well, of that's true. being, uh, like, the on part is yep. very... You know, if I it, it, seriously, when we do this, when I do TV, when I do anything I do with my job, I have to be on whether I want to or not. And if I so if I have to pull myself up and just but the but I will say I never fake it. It, it just happens naturally. Like if I'm thinking of doing just say I'm doing the TV or even coming here and I'm not I just feel like you, you just it just has to come out. And then once I start, it's a better it's a better way. Yeah. I think that's good. And I think that's important. And what she was saying here is to recognize um, that that's the case. Did I tell you last time I may have mentioned this about her, that one of her um, things, that, I don't know if really I could say it was her bucket list, but one of the things that she decided to do um, was to have uh, 50 cups of coffee. Did we talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You were, I forget the same who you woman. told that to. Yeah. Well, I don't know if with we did talk on people, air. But, no, I don't think we did. But with, what she said was... Um, yeah, we did talk about it. Barb plucked that. It was on one of her segments we spoke about Yes, it. yes, within the segment. Because yeah. remember, she was talking about <clears throat> things that make you happy and stuff that yeah, year yeah. instead of... The gratitude. Last, yeah, gratitude. And that is true. That That's one of the things that she likes to do. And she actually did do 50 cups of coffee last year. And so she met all kinds of wonderful people, including the woman that is her partner on the podcast. See, that's amazing. So she I said, love that. I, she just sits there with that little thing on her desk. 
and says, if you want to talk or whatever. If you want to talk, come on over. Mm -hmm. And people come over and start talking, and they say some of the most incredible things. And she said she's met some wonderful friends out of that. And... um, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting well, way it is. to it's do it. It's a cool idea. I was yeah. telling Sean recently because my, Sean does not like, he doesn't drink coffee. Yeah. So I, I'm all over him. And I'm like, Sean, you have to learn to drink coffee. And he said, why? I said, it's a universal peace sign. <laughs> like a decaf. Right? No, it, it doesn't matter. Coffee doesn't. You, and he yes. said, Mom, I, I said, Sean, just try it. If there's something so comforting about saying, let's get a coffee. Yeah. It's different than let's get a cup of tea. It's There's a difference of, of, of like, let's get a coffee. There's something soothing and peaceful yeah. about it. So mm-hmm. that's what I say. Coffee's universal peace sign, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think about that, about how many places people go to meet somebody. And a lot of it revolves around some type of coffee. Yeah, and it's it's even business. Right. You know, it's business. Yeah, let's go get a cup of coffee. I don't have time for lunch, but let's get a coffee. And so you sit there, and it almost doesn't make any difference what the coffee is. It's just an excuse. No, it's the conversation (laughs) over it. It's what it be. It's the thought process. It's what it um, signifies. So those of us who are tea drinkers, drinkers. maybe we have to adapt. Ourselves, yeah, to start drinking more coffee. <laughs> so, you know me, I'm an iced tea drinker, not a hot tea, but I love coffee and yes. not hot, but I don't like iced coffee. See, it's weird, I'm weird that way. Anyway, we are going to take a what's our what's the word? Take our take our leave. How do you say that? Yeah, take, we're gonna take our leave. Uh, yeah, and uh-huh. we will see you. We'll be back next year. So, again, thank you. Have a wonderful, peaceful, and safe holiday. Happy New Year to everybody. Again, thanks for listening to us, and we will see you soon. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.